Welcome to Daring Made, the podcast that revolutionizes the way you think about growing your business and brand. I'm Sasha Fedunchak, your host, a serial entrepreneur, ex-corporate marketing director, and multiple six-figure agency owner. I'm bringing you daring perspectives and deep insights to create an iconic brand and sustainable, profitable business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, and equipped with the tools you need to make the impact you've always wanted. We don't just dream big here, we dare bigger. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Daring Made. I first have to apologize for missing last week. It has been a heck of a season in terms of the holidays. And of course, it is now fall, winter, so everybody's getting sick. And try as I did to record this episode on so many different walks, the wind and just the six and a half month pregnant belly was not allowing me to do that very well. So I'm so excited to be back and to bring you so many just great episodes coming up. We've got today, which is all about marketing and business predictions for 2024. And these are not your basic bitch predictions. I think you're going to be really getting kind of a fresh perspective on things. And I'm, I'm excited to share some predictions and some thoughts I have with you. We've also got some incredible incredible interviews coming up. I cannot wait for these to drop on brand photography, on starting a sunless brand. We've got an incredible esthetician who's building just a a wild empire in Philadelphia coming up, experts on scaling your team. We've got an expert on video marketing coming up. So we've got some really great podcasts. I just cannot wait for you to kind of hear everything. The conversations have already started and have already been recorded. So make sure you're tuning in on Tuesdays and Thursdays to get those latest episodes. But today, let's talk about business and marketing predictions. So I want you to pretend I have a crystal ball and I'm going to be bringing you some new ways of thinking about, you know, what's in, what's out for the next year to really challenge you and kind of have you think about where do you stand with some of these, what I think are critical things happening in the world of business. So the first thing that I think is really going to happen for 2024, and I hope this isn't you, I really hope it's not you, but I really see the fall of hobby businesses. It's my first prediction. Remember in 2020 when everyone and their grandma started a boutique, a candle business, or became a life coach overnight? Well, guess what? It's crunch time, folks. And in my opinion, the reality is that turning a passion into profit takes a heck of a lot more than a weekend workshop. The boom of these 2020 entrepreneurs, it's coming to an end, thank goodness. And those who turn their hobbies into expensive hobbies without thinking about the business side of things are going to start dropping off. Those who didn't balance their ledger sheets with their dream boards are starting to feel the pinch. And this is really a tough love scenario, but I think one we can learn from because it's so sexy to say I'm an entrepreneur, right? <laughs> or, or I should say those who haven't been an entrepreneur for a couple of years think it's so sexy to say I'm an entrepreneur. But the reality is, you know, we're not taught this. We don't all go through business school. A lot of us are learning as we go. And while there's nothing wrong with being a freelancer or making money off of your hobby, I think the people who said, I want this to be a business, but they've never really learned about the business side of things. Now, three going into four years later, they're going to fall off. You know, people who said, I'm going to just call myself a coach, but I don't have a coaching certificate or I've never been through a program or I've never actually scaled a business. And here I am giving people advice on how to scale their business. 
I think more and more the rest of us are going to be seeing through the bullshit, quite honestly, in 2024. And that's going to cause a fall of a lot of these hobby businesses. This is definitely a prediction that I like have my fingers and toes crossed that it comes true because I am ready for less BS on the interwebs. Okay, so the opposite side of that is my prediction number two, where I think numbers are going to get sexy again. I don't know that they ever were sexy, but we're going to go ahead and say that they're going to get sexy again, okay? So I see those entrepreneurs who are saying, I want to really commit to being here for the long term. I'm committing to pivoting. I'm committing to growth. I'm committing to figuring this out. I'm committing to the game. I see that they're going to make finances their new best friend. I'm talking about making numbers downright irresistible. Gone are the days when finance was just a dreaded word. I think the savvy entrepreneurs of 2024 are those who know their numbers like they know their favorite TikTok dance. Like we are all about being well-informed, making strategic moves, and falling in love with the beauty of a well-crafted spreadsheet or however you manage your numbers. Because let's face it, money isn't just about making ends meet. Paying attention to your finances isn't just a check-the-box exercise. It is critical for growth. Those who have made money the last few years are now at a place where they need to scale, reinvest, pivot, and knowing numbers won't be just a non-negotiable. It will be sexy to have that financial literacy. I see so many founders or entrepreneurs who get to that two and a half, three-year mark who really have that conversation with themselves. Like, I'm either going to learn about the business side of things, learn about the finance side of things, because I'm ready to scale. I'm ready to step out of doing everything, and I want to get paid for what I'm building versus, like I said, those hobby businesses who they just kind of say, okay, the money's coming in, I guess. I'm paying off my expenses, I guess, as long as it looks like I'm making more this month than I did last month or this year than I did last year, I guess I'm growing. It's not going to be sustainable. So as those businesses fall down, those entrepreneurs and those founders who want to make numbers sexy again, they're going to only boost up. And it just so happens that this is a huge focus for us at Daring House. I mean, there's a lot of reasons that I shifted from Daring Creative doing just branding and and web design to Daring House, which is going to, or it does offer the business strategy side of things, financial operations, branding, and marketing, because it's all connected, you guys. It's all connected. You can't just have the coolest brand in the world and then have no idea what the heck is happening on your finances side or have no actual growth or strategy plan in place and then think that you're going to be able to just continue. Like survival is not the name of the game in business. It really is you're either growing or dying because, and I know that might sound harsh, right? And again, if you have a small business out of your home or something that you do that you're like, well, I'm not trying to be the next freaking Apple. I'm not trying to be the next Nike. That's fine. You don't have to. But at some point, there's going to be other people who are doing what you're doing around you or who are doing what you're doing in your industry. And if you're not willing to stay innovative, stay competitive, manage your finances, plan for that business growth, it's not going to just happen because you were there first. And and that's something that I feel like a lot of us, we have to kind of hammer that into our heads just because we've been doing this for a couple of years, just because maybe we were first in our area or first in our industry, we have a lot of followers or whatever it is. There's no guarantee if you don't commit to staying relevant 
And if you want to stay relevant, you have to understand your business. You have to understand your finances. Okay, I'm getting off my soapbox and moving on to the third prediction I have, which I am so insanely enamored with. And some people are totally scared by this. I get this. But the rise of AI everywhere in everything. Like, in my opinion, AI is the new electricity. It's going to power everything. And if you're not speaking AI yet, you're already behind. Think of ChatGPT as the appetizer. The main course is every program you use, getting a sidekick that works 24-7. And in my opinion, this is great freaking news because this means saying goodbye to the tedious tasks and hello to efficiency. Learning AI is going to make you so much more efficient less reliant on junior workers, and help you save so much time. And time is everything. Time is money, especially as entrepreneurs, as founders. Our number one currency is time. So if you haven't yet, it definitely is time to embrace our AI coworkers. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I've been using it. And now I'm just like touching the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more that if I just had endless time or any time at all, I feel like this is where I would spend all of my time. First of all, on the podcast side of things, I definitely use AI and I'm going to be sharing this as a daring made resource in the future. So I'm not going to get into my whole workflow here, but it's about how can I use it through or my approach, I should say, is how can I use it through my workflows to speed things up? So when I record a podcast, the first thing I do is obviously record it. In the program that I use, it's called Descript. It already has so much AI built into it. So it can give me a blog. It can give me the show notes. It can do a ton for me in terms of editing out ums, improving the sound, literally just quickly removing sections by just highlighting them and it edits the entire video. It does so much. So that's one way to use AI. It doesn't only have to be chat GPT to write your social graphics, which is what I feel like a lot of people are doing. It can really be about getting supplementary content or information done so that you can actually just get through a workflow way more quickly and not have to pay a virtual assistant or a junior copywriter or a marketing assistant or whatever to do those things for you. The other way I love to use AI is definitely ChatGPT. Apparently now, this is December 2023, there's a wait list for ChatGPT. I really only got on it about two months ago and I pay $20 a month to get that the fourth version of it, the access to plugins and things like that. To me, it has been invaluable. And the way that I prefer to use it is really as a brainstorming buddy. And again, this is going to be a huge thing that you're going to see me talk about in the coming weeks, specifically with some of the things that are launching for Daring Made. But the way that I use it, it really does come down to the prompts that you give it. So if you talk to it at a very high level and you don't give it much to refer to, you don't give it much to kind of work off of, then yeah, you know what? You're not going to get the best information back. I actually recently feel like I went on a whole like weekend getaway with ChatGPT when I redid our Daring House website. I had to get it done pretty quickly to launch back in October, but I knew that it could be so much clearer. So I didn't go into ChatGPT and just say, hey, rewrite my website and make it clearer. But by giving it specific prompts, by having it look through the lens of specific frameworks, whether it's problem agitation solution or the story brand framework, you know, I was able to really work with it like a brainstorming buddy 
like a copywriting expert, like a marketing expert to get the clarity that, of course, I could have gotten on my own, I think, depending on how much sleep I get, but it just sped everything up for me. So for me, that brainstorming capability, speeding up workflows as a business owner, you really have two options, right? You can spend time or you can spend money. Then I feel like with AI, you don't have to spend quite as much time or quite as much money to get the results that move you forward in business. Like I said, I think 2023 has been just the tip of the iceberg. And what we're going to see in 2024 is going to be just a massive explosion. Now, the thing that you have to be careful of is a lot of companies will say this AI tool here, this AI tool there, and there's going to be tons of competition and there's going to be tons of garbage. So like anything, make sure you're doing your research to really understand, are you going to use this program? Is this actually AI? Is this actually moving my business forward or is it just another shiny tactic? All right. So our fourth prediction is more subliminal marketing. This is this one's going to be massive, you guys. Okay, subtlety is making a huge comeback in marketing. I really think we're moving away from the whole get rich quick spiels to a narrative that captivates and connects. And I think the era of this is how I made 10K months and you can too, it will die in 2024 because we saw so much of it in 2023. I think the best marketers are going to be the ones that can lean into simplicity and storytelling more than ever. And I really believe that the future is belonging to those marketers or marketing teams that can entertain who will always put the customer at the heart of the story. Because at the end of the day, people are not buying products. They're buying into experiences. So subliminal marketing, what that means is, you know, instead of being out here telling you all about the features and the benefits even of my product or my service or working with me, I want to get other people to do it for me. So a big focus on community, which is going to be, side note, a a topic of a podcast uh, in the coming weeks a big focus on social proof, especially visual social proof, right? So not just like throwing up a review that someone said, but really specifically getting other people to speak on your behalf via video or a voice message or something like that. That's going to be massively powerful. And I don't know if I talked about this on this podcast. I think I did this in a TikTok actually, but Robert Cialdini, he's like the godfather of studying influence. He wrote The Seven Principles of Influence. And on a more recent podcast and in his most recent book, he talks about social proof being the number one thing that causes, that can influence someone to do something, right, is social proof. And even with the rise of social media over the last 15 years, even though his principles initially came out well before all of that, He says the principles really haven't changed. Again, a topic for another podcast, but the one that shines almost brighter than anything is social proof and then I believe followed by community. So again, why I think it's so important to talk about this on a future podcast. So with social proof, he says that 98% of people who are spending their time generally online, they will not buy, whether it's like a $5 whatever thing on Amazon or a $15,000 website, unless they see like mounds of social proof or other people talking about how good the product is. And what I like to always remind you is think about anything you're doing in your business from a consumer standpoint. Would I buy my services? Would I buy my product if I was a consumer? If not, why not? 
So I always think about, you know, the first thing I do before I go to a restaurant, the first thing I do before I buy anything on Amazon, clothing, whatever, is look at the reviews. And if there are no reviews or if there are bad reviews, guess what? I'm not buying it, no matter how badly I want it. Because we have been kind of shaped in recent years to only trust when other people are saying, you know what, this is worthwhile. And how many times have we, you know, got something that didn't have the reviews to back it up and we're like, oh, dang it, <laughs> those bad reviews were right. Or I shouldn't have got it because there were no other reviews. So it's a little element of group thinking there. But again, I think that's going to be huge for subliminal marketing. And on the same note, I think a big thing we're going to see a comeback for, or I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, but a thing we're going to really see, I think, highlighted more than ever in the world of marketing in 2024 is email marketing. Now, it's never been dead. It's not like it wasn't highlighted this past year. But I think with the change in social media and I think with how much businesses are going to struggle who don't lean into subliminal marketing and don't lean into social proof and community building, there's going to be a lot of businesses who are going to lean on email marketing. And email marketing, I think, is an absolutely incredible tool. I mean, it has literally been shown through the data to have a 4,200% 4, return on investment for brands who use email marketing. If you look at paid ads, for example, paid ads are going to give you like a one to two return. So if you put $1 into a paid ad these days with the way that, you know, ads have changed, you might get $2, right? So with email marketing, if you put $1 into email marketing, you're looking at getting $42 back. I mean, that's absolutely insane. Now, again, the, the math is going to be different for every single business, of course. However, what email marketing does offer you is a much more curated and personalized experience. So you're going to be directly in the inbox of someone who's going to have the time to actually sit down and read your email and digest it. Potentially, if you can get their attention through the subject line and those kinds of things, and if you've built the relationship with them, you're not spamming them. Whereas on social media, you know, it's so much more easy to be distracted. I mean, you're literally there. Your goal when you go on Instagram or when you go on TikTok is to distract yourself from something in life. When you go to your email, it, it is to get information, to check in who's trying to talk to you, that kind of thing. So you're going to have a little bit more of an attention span there. And I think, again, that's going to be a massive comeback, or I should say a massive focus for marketing and for brand building in 2024's email marketing. Okay, so my last prediction goes back to subliminal marketing, but this one is going to be really about creating brand believers. You have heard, I'm sure people talk about brand. If you followed me for more than a minute, you've heard me talk about building a brand. And again, I think that the best businesses in 2024 are going to have their number one growth driver to be building brand believers, creating brand believers, creating communities, right? Because customers buy things, but brand believers tell their friends to buy things. As I talked about, social proof is that strongest principle of influence with the rise of social media. So seeing more user-generated content, it's not going to just be common. It's going to be expected. Reviews, success stories from other people, it's going to become your brand's love language. So people are not going to be buying unless other people have told them it's worth it. So as a business growth strategy, creating brand believers, what does that look like for your brand? I think that's going to be huge. It's going to be absolutely massive in 2024. 
And it kind of goes along with the whole subliminal marketing idea, right? Why spend all the time marketing something in your business yourself when, you know, word of mouth is really the currency of choice? Of course, you know, you still want to have the incredible brand. You want to have the incredible messaging. You want to have the incredible website. But ultimately, the share button is going to be the most powerful tool for your business. And figuring out how to create brand believers uniquely for your brand, for your business, no matter how big or small you think your business is, I believe should be one of your top three focuses for next year if you want to grow and scale your business. And side note, I feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but I'm going to say this. I don't think you can just pay to play your way there because with the focus on authenticity and social proof, yes, of course, there's affiliates. There's all of these things that, you know, people want to get paid to share your brand or paid to share that they've worked with you or get some sort of a kickback. I get that. But I think the ones that the the businesses and the brands that are going to grow most quickly, most efficiently and really stand the test of time are going to do this from a place of authenticity and from a place of building a really great brand experience. And I can say definitely from my perspective, this is the number one thing that has been keeping me up at night or keeping me on my toes trying to think about how am I going to grow Daring Made? It cannot just be me talking into the microphone for the rest of time. It's all about the community. And so just saying that isn't enough. You've got to walk the walk, the talk, the talk, walk the walk. I don't even know the saying, but you know what I mean. This is my ESL coming in. My husband always laughs at me because I mess up sayings all the time. Creating brand believers will be a huge focus for 2024 businesses that are serious about growth. Mark my words. All right. So what do you think? Are you ready for a year where hobbies need to hustle? Numbers are non-negotiable. AI is your ally and marketing means sharing stories. Your customers become your believers. Drop me a line and tell me which prediction you're betting on. I'd love to hear from you. I'm always so happy to get DMs from you guys when you really enjoy an episode or an episode makes you think. So definitely don't hesitate to reach out at Daring Made on Instagram. Until next time, keep daring, keep dreaming, keep doing, and keep decoding the future. This is Sasha Fedunchak signing off from Daring Made. As you go into 2024, I challenge you not to just ride the waves of change, but create them. And I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for giving this episode a listen. If you enjoyed what you heard, please be sure to take a moment to rate or review us. You can also share us on social media. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag at Daring Made. We will happily personally thank you for sharing us with your friends. Also, don't forget to check out daringmade.com for a whole library of incredible free digital resources for entrepreneurs just like you. We'll catch you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.